Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I talked to Calvin Cater, Vulcan Uzdemir, Derek Lewis, and of course the great Frank Brillo is in studio, and I'm standing here and I have to pee. <laughs> Jaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Welcome to a fine episode of UFC Unfiltered. Matt is not here, but he'll be here very shortly. He's not late. We are just starting 100% on time uh, because we have to go to the phones for Derek Lewis. Uh, Frank Lewis. Uh, Frank Lewis. Uh, Frank Grillo is in studio. Frank Lewis. Uh, yeah, I'm just... Uh, do we have Derek on the phone? Yes. Derek, hi. You're talking to uh, Jim Norton and Frank Grillo. How are you? Hey, brother. I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Matt will be here shortly. You, uh, this is the most on-time call we've ever had with a fighter. Um, <laughs> congratulations, by the way. i got to be honest. I was just re-watching uh, the fight with Alexander Volkov. It's one of the most impressive things I've seen a fighter pull off. I think well, it's the most. It was, it was just like a Rocky fight, though. It really was like a Rocky fight. And I also, watching that again, I have a lot of respect for him. Because I think he was up two rounds, and he was doing very well early in the third round. And he still kept pressing. He still kept pushing for the win. He didn't just kind of hang back and avoid you. Yes. And I well, thank him for doing that. <laughs> that was probably an error on his part. In yeah. hindsight, a bad move. Were, were you surprised at all that he was doing that? Because I was watching into that third round, and I'm like, why is he pressing so hard? I mean, as a fighter, I was, I'm sure it's because you want the win. But were you surprised that he took that uh, that strategy? Um, he started mocking my coaches. It's like uh, repeating everything my coaches were saying, telling me, and my coaches were saying, um, now and Derek, now. And Volkov was saying, now, now. Oh, he was shit-talking and, and getting a little overconfident. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, did you feel, what kind of trouble were you in early in the third round? It looked like he really landed uh, early in the third, and I thought that you you might, how were you close to being in serious trouble there? <clears throat> no, I just couldn't see. My eyes were burning like I had soap in them. And I couldn't see anything, so I just I put my head down. What was it that was actually rolling with your eye? No, my thing he punched me in my eye. thing was a punch. Oh, okay. Now, when he was taunting you, because this is the first time hearing that, when he's taunting you, how is that affecting you mentally? Is it affecting you at all? Oh, not at all. It's like, okay, I'm not really even throwing any punches right now. I'm not, not even trying to engage him right now. So I was just really just waiting for my moment. Um, were you going into the third? You know, I think the, the guys were telling you in between rounds that you needed to to knock him out. Did you did you feel like you had to get the knockout? You weren't just going to win that round. Yes, going to every fight knowing that I need the knockout anyway. So, so you I felt really don't try to win by decision. Yeah, I mean that was a tough. It, it's it, I couldn't believe that he let you get that close. I mean, like what the fuck are you doing? There's ten seconds left. Um, and when, when he went down and you and you jumped on him, it's 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 what a devastating loss for him. That's one he's going to replay for the rest of his career. Oh, for sure, his coaches and everything. Especially no, talking shit. If he's talking shit yeah. while you're fighting him and then get knocked out with ten seconds, that's really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, um, it happens a lot in my fights. Usually, the last few seconds of the fight, then I start um, pushing the pace and trying to do. Do more, finish the fight. 
Do you think that he thought you were too tired? I mean, nobody in the in, in, in the heavyweight division doesn't respect your power or your, your one-punch knockout power. There's no one that doesn't know you can do that. So what do you think was on his mind? Do you think that he just thought you were more tired than you were? Yeah, I believe so. I think he thought I was just tired. Guys, a lot of the guys in the division just think I don't have that good of gas tank to finish the fight. How was so your I'm cardio in the third? Cool. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. My cardio, it was good. It was good. I overacted a little bit after the fight. Uh, <laughs> it was just more of a, of a release, release, relief that the fight was over. Now, you talk about overacting. Now, you do sometimes say that you don't train, you only do 30 minutes a day in the gym, and half of that is on Instagram. And I mean, that's got to be some kind of exaggeration. Do you want your opponents to think that you're not as ready as you really are? No, it's... it's I mean, I have been um, putting in more hours, more minutes. <laughs> you have been putting in more time? Yes. How's your back? If they want to think that I'm not really training, my back been good. I did two injections um, the last couple of months, and it's been, it been great. Oh, good, man. What, what exactly are you getting done? Is it stem cells? Um, it's like um, inflammation shots. Um, same type of shots that Tracy McGrady and I believe he said Tiger Woods pulled that from him as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you were having problems. This is the first thing that worked uh, that uh, worked for you. Yes. All right. Now, so you congratulations also on the on the shot against DC. It was a. I, I don't think anybody saw that coming for him to have to fight again so soon after his uh, after that last fight. Uh, how long after the fight did you get the call? Um, a day later. Was it something? Um, that Monday. Oh, that Monday you got it. Were you expecting yeah. it at all, or were you completely shocked that they called you, and, and for the time frame? Um, I wasn't expecting it at all, and, and I was shocked. You know, we thought it was that early. Um, do you think... But I think it was probably the best thing they could have done, um, I... booking me that early, because I would have got out of shape on Oh, so before you got out of shape, they let you know. And now, also, I, I, you got to give a certain amount of respect to, to, to Daniel Cormier, too, because, again, there was rumors that he was going to fight Brock or was he going to fight Jones if he went up. And uh, the fact that he's taking... This is a very, very risky fight for him. Uh, so I have a lot of respect for DC for, for doing this. Yeah, I do, too. You do, too, yeah. yeah. Now, if you win the fight, obviously you don't want to look past Daniel Cormier. Um, there's been all this talk about, well, would you want to give Stipe a shot uh, at getting it back, or would you kind of hold out for Brock? Have you had any thoughts on that at all? <laughs> no, it don't matter who. You know, I'm not that type of guy. It doesn't matter who will be next. And uh, just so you know, Derek, Matt just came in. The train was a couple. Oh, man, Matt I'm, I'm, s- I'm sorry, Derek. How disrespectful. I'm such minutes. a huge fan. It's only five minutes late. It's fine. <laughs> Derek Lewis. Oh, my God, the Black Beast. I'm, I'm so happy that you're calling out. I'm so, I apologize. I'm your biggest no, fan. I hear that a lot. Next to Jimmy. Sure. Let, can I ask you something? Let me ask you something, Derek. Did you guys ask about his balls being hot yet? No. Like, can I ask you, Derek? Did that just um, come to you about when Joe, when Joe asked you about uh, why you took your pants off, your shorts off, and you told him that you because you, your balls were hot? That, I mean, it's like genius. I mean, did that just come to no. you? Yeah, they just came to me. So I really was just going to throw it into the crowd. That's the reason why I took them off. Oh, the shorts. He put me on the spot. Yeah, he put me on the spot like that. So I, that's what I just said. <laughs> that was pretty quick thinking after knocking out a guy with 10 seconds left. That was a great line. 
That might be uh, on par with that right hand, which got him the fucking title shot. Hey, I'm I, only kidding. Listen. With 10 seconds left. 10 seconds. What a, what a, what a, what an ending. We were also saying before you came in, Matt, I, I respected yeah. uh, uh, Alexander Volkov a lot for pressing as hard as he did. And he, apparently he was talking a lot of shit and repeating what Derek's coaches were saying, like just talking shit while he fought him. Oh, was he? Yeah, I, I hadn't heard well, that. Well, you got, you got to do what you got to do when you got the fucking black beast in front of you, Jimmy. I mean, I would have to hype myself up too. But he, <laughs> he was winning. Gentleman, we're talking to. But he was winning two rounds. It's like sometimes you just hang back a little bit. It's what night. Well, with ten seconds, I mean, it's it's really bad coaching. Yeah, I mean, they they should have really just yelled, is. "Run!" What were they? Oh, they were Ooh, saying, "Just get out of the pocket." What are you? What are you staying there? He's just standing there and trying to slug it out. Um, now, and, and so Cormier is, is fighting you uh, in in the garden. Do you think that you're being underestimated for this fight? Oh, I think I am. I think I am. What do you? Um, what? Why do you think that? Oh, because he fought. He, he believes that he fought way higher level guys than than me. You know, he believes that he has the wrestling advantage and the skill advantage and whatnot. Does Does that motivate you? I know what it's like for people to think that I'm going to get my ass kicked. I know what that's like a lot. Not that people are going to think that, oh, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I like it. You that's should. Less pressure off of me. It, it is less pressure. And, and the fact that DC has taken this fight is incredible. And uh, and let let me ask you. I, I have to ask you, Derek. You 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 you're, you're. I don't believe that you're only training thirty minutes a day. You're fucking around. You're you're a jokester. I know. I listen. A jokester could recognize a jokester. I think you're fucking around. You're not training thirty minutes. I was. I was until my last fight. I trained a little longer. Oh, what what <laughs> what? Forty five minutes? No, seriously. Yeah, yeah, it's about four or five minutes, but now <laughs> I'm training a few hours, like three hours. How long's the warm-up? Yeah, how long is your warm-up? Warm <laughs> I don't warm-up. Oh, you don't warm-up? I don't stretch, I don't warm-up. <laughs> that's, that's one of the reasons why I messed my back up. And I, wa and I wanted to... I, <laughs> I like the way he's so honest about he's it. And I have to... I don't think we asked you about this. It was ages ago. But uh, somebody on Instagram, it was one of the coaches, uh, had, a, had you in the background on the Instagram and it's like an hour before you ate and you had like a big like hour plate of fight. food. Hour yes. before the fight. Yes. Yeah. It was, well, yo, he's about to fight like in 45 yeah. minutes and you have a big, yeah. Yeah, I, think you had your I don't know if you had your gloves on yet, but you would definitely eat a plate of food. Is that, was that real? Yeah. Now, now you don't feel that could like affect your belly? What do you think that gives you, uh, you think that gives you energy? Because everybody's different. Yeah, it gives me, yeah, it gives me energy. What's that? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was Robert Fallis. That's like the picture. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, oh. So wait, so you think it gives you, I mean, you feel it gives you energy. Yeah. All right. I mean, guess everybody's different with that. I remember I'd be munching a lot after a weigh-in. And I feel bad that there's like um, a female in the studio because I don't want to offend anybody. I just I hope you know what you're in for. It's called unfiltered. Is this your yes. problem? Is this your PR? Yeah. I'm just saying. But Master Henzo would tell me, he goes, Matt, stop eating. He goes, you ever see pit bulls fight? They got shit flying out their ass. <laughs> He's warning me not to eat too. Now listen, Derek, God forbid. I love your Instagram. Matt. You don't want that getting on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> 
That's great. And Derek's Instagram yeah, blew up to like a million. One point something million. Yeah. What? Yeah, he's got a huge Instagram following. How many is it now, Chris? Is it 1.8? Yeah, one point, I think it's 1.4. 1.4? One, because it's awesome and word of mouth, but two, because he was on that biggest card ever and... And, and, it, he, and he, and he took the shorts off and he knocked the guy yeah, out. The most exciting. My whole house was <laughs> 10 seconds. Yeah. It, it was like he floored every. Go ahead, Derek. Sorry. It was 11 seconds. 11. Dude, you floored everybody twice. Like you did it with the, with, when you knocked him out. And then with the post fight, you started that off. It was another. You slayed. You slayed. It's like you just. That's when you just dropped the mic, right? Boom. Now, yeah. <laughs> now you now you know Cormier did say he's not underestimating you. You're number two in the world. I think it's what nine and one in your last ten fights. So he he has kind of come back and said that he is not at all taking you lightly. Yeah, of course he would say that. But you think he's but you think that he might be. Yeah, yeah, because he took a championship fight on short notice. You know, um, he thinking that I won't last five rounds. That's what he's thinking. Uh, so, I'll get tired early, stuff like that. If he was taking me serious, um, if he was taking the fight serious, period, he would have fought Stipe and fought a guy that should have had um, the title shot before me. So you, oh, okay. So you think that he sees Stipe as more of a threat and is kind of looking uh, past Stipe to take what he sees as an easier payday? Yes, that's for sure. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, I don't know if Cormier is that crazy to, uh, to to think that. I mean, look, he has been hit quite hard. He has proven that he has a granite chin, and he's you know he's. Are you worried that he's going to put you on the ground? Oh, not at all. Um, just a lot of a lot of guys I fight usually try to take me down. Then the ones that notice that they really can't hold me there, they can take me down, but they can't hold me there. And then they start trying to. Um, throw punches and stuff like that. But even if you don't um, try to take me down, you want to stand up, that's fine with me. I'm really prepared wherever the fight goes. Would you say overall Cormier is the most experienced and the most skilled guy you've had to fight? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I believe Travis Brown probably was the uh, most skilled guy. Okay. Oh, look at that. I like that you gave him a compliment. I, you know why? Because I like Travis Brown. And I know I know Derek was busting his balls for a long time. Oh, boy, was he, yeah. <laughs> boy. But, you know, you know me. Not to be a half a hippie, but I just like them guys I like. Or, I do, too. But he's being honest. I just think Derek is an extremely honest person. Have you always been like that, Derek? Yeah, so that's the only way I know how to go. It's not. I be arguing with my wife all the time. <laughs> now, let me, who usually wins those arguments? Is it you or her? Yeah, she does. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. It doesn't matter what kind of outfit it, you are. It, it they, does they not matter. Shit. They always I know. win. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, good luck, man. Look, we we love you. We are. Oh shit! Before we go, I got fan questions. Chris, the producer, was panicking because the uh, fans. We they did this thing where they had fans write in questions, and these are the two. I would be honest; they did not pick the best questions, but because the producer is waving this like it's the yeah. fucking surrender flag, right. he was worried. I will. Uh, I'll read them it. to you. Uh, genuine underscore Geo wants to know how is Derek going to celebrate if he beats DC and becomes the new heavyweight champion? Oh, I'm just I ain't gonna do nothing. Be just like a, a normal fight. In just fit, go out and have a few drinks and that's it. 
Man, and in fairness, that's a shitty question. A horrible Listen, question. Listen, let me horrible. forget that question. The second forget, one's really good, but though. But just forget that one for once. Can I just say this one thing? Derek, is it just about... Now, when you say it's just another fight, that's a great mentality to have. Is it just... Does it make a difference? Some guys are in it just like prize fighters or just for the money. Does it make a difference? Do you give a shit about being the heavyweight champion of the world? Is that it? Oh, not at all. Not that's at all. I'm a, I mean, that's the reason why I don't... used to then take my training series. If I was really want to be a heavyweight champion, I would have took my my training a lot serious than what I have been. And it's really just about the money in me. You know, I understand what you mean, but this is like a guy at a party who's like, ah, I don't care who I meet, and all of a sudden Rihanna's looking at you, and you never cared about having sex with her before, but it's like, oh, fuck, I might have a shot. Then all of a sudden it means something. So now you're fighting for the belt, so do, has it not changed for you at all? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's, it's just like how you said yeah, it is um, a crazy feeling, a crazy thing to think about that I am fighting for um, the world title and just and when you just were... really just not trying to let it get to my head, really. Well, mentally, I think you're ready. I mean, I don't think anybody doubts that you're ready. And when you were fighting Volkov, you weren't going into that going, if I win this, I'm next in line for the belt. Um, yeah, I wasn't thinking that. And and Jimmy, why'd you pick Rihanna with that with that scenario? Because I was thinking of somebody who I've seen at a Vegas fight. Why? Because I saw her in a Vegas uh, UFC, and I was just thinking. I'm not Rihanna. putting you on the spot. No, I'll tell you why. I love she's that nasty. Derek Lewis is on the phone. Well, you like her? You you're a fan? No, she's nasty. She's you're not a, you're not a Rihanna fan, Derek Lewis. Nah, and, and I'll be real nah. honest. The first thought I had was Scarlett Johansson, but she's dating a friend of mine, oh. Collins a buddy of mine. So I just don't like to use her as a reference. Well, who's she dating? Colin Jost. <laughs> I, know, I know her very well. I yeah. Oh, do you? What are you talking about? He was in Avengers. Yeah. Okay, all right, listen. All right, we got Derek on the phone. Why are they not Hello? dating anymore? No, I think well, Derek. Derek doesn't oh, give sorry. a fuck about them dating. All right, I don't either. Frank just fucked me up. He's like, oh, I'm really? They're the, dating. I just he's gonna smack me in the mouth. All right, listen. One more, more question. Uh, are you? This is from a fan. Are your balls still hot? <laughs> um, every now and then, it's, it's like that. <laughs> All right, well, we we love you, Derek. You're really you're one of my favorite fighters and people. You're just a really, really entertaining, honest human being. And congratulations on that, man. That was such an incredible win and an exciting win. And I'm happy that you're getting this title shot. And please come in studio if ever in New York. Oh yeah, I'll be there. (laughs) I love that. All right, buddy, have a great fight, okay? All right, Derek. All right, thank you. All right, take care. Bye. Dude, I, I like me some Derek Lewis. Him. First of all, him. what's up, Frank? How are you doing, Give brother? me some, man. Good so to good, see so you, good baby. To see you. Yeah. Now I'm going to look up Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost because something tells me they broke up. I, that was a... And first of all, you know... Why did you think I asked him? Did you think he's Rihanna's black? She is. Why would you say that? Because you asked me why would I pick I Rihanna. I would say why would you pick Rihanna out of everybody? I don't know. Why are you getting defensive? No, I'm not. I'm just asking. I'm, just asking. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking too. It was a weird question. Yeah. So, I don't think it's weird at all. Who would have been a better reference? I don't know. It's just funny that you that you picked Rihanna. Funny how? What yeah, am I here to funny, am I here funny. to amuse you? You're the comedian. How funny. Listen, can I ask you this though, Frank? Yeah. I loved. Why did they have to kill Crossbones? I loved what Crossbones. Yeah. Well, I you know he does Nobody else knows what the fuck I'm talking. About. <laughs> I know. I know you do. I'm sorry. You guys. Who's Crossbones? Christopher Dusa. The character in the uh, Captain America movies. I know, I know what's going you on. Son of a gun. Yeah. I should have asked Jimmy. That's right. I know who it is. Oh, he makes a little. He makes <laughs> character a, in the Captain America movies. He makes an appearance in the next Avengers movie. He does. But it's a flashback. I haven't watched. Wait, any he does. Of those. 
That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm allowed to say so whatever I want because I'm never doing another Marvel movie. Oh, man. <laughs> Why not? That's so great, though. Why are you not? You don't I'm watch- 117 years old. <laughs> Dude, but you don't age, man. What are you? Are you Frank, I, I, I think we got clickbait right here. We're going to find out if Frank Rillo's a, a fucking, if he's a vampire. Dude, how can you not age? I Look at me. I'm dying. Dude, you look this, dude. You're depressing me. It's depressing, I dude. I put weight on, and I'm looking at you at 53, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. What do I have to do? Dad. What is it, dude? Yoga? What are no, you doing? it's not yoga. It's not yoga. You know what it is? I know you dress. Is it stress? A lot of stress. Full head of hair. Full head of hair. See, I was yeah. running late. See, well, this is where you'll be jealous. I, I, I know I was a couple minutes late. Uh, I put my head, I got a nice bald head, put it right underneath the sink. That's why I, I actually got here at 12.01. I would have been in here, but I had to cool off. You don't want me coming no, in too yeah. sweaty. Then I'll be sweaty. Yeah. So I yeah. take my, look, I don't want to go through my routine, but all right, I take my shirt <laughs> off. I, I put my head under the thing. You can't do that. You'd be ruined. Oh, no, no, no. You know? No, no. no. <laughs> crazy. I'm trying to point out why he has an awesome head of hair and I, the one perk you I know got. What? You're one yeah. perk. I'll take Frank Grillo's head of hair <laughs> over your, I can. Mean, like a lion. Yeah, I'll take I that. a bald head. Over I can throw my sweaty head in the sink like a pair of panties. I'm reaching. I am so excited to watch your new Netflix thing, Fight World. Yeah, it's good. Um, I, yeah. It, I know it just came out a couple weeks ago. No, just, even. Friday, Friday. Oh, just recently. A week ago. Yeah, a, a week, week ago. ago. Yeah. What exactly is it? Yeah, man. So basically, uh, I travel around the world like, like Anthony Bourdain did. And instead of food culture, I embedded myself in fight culture. Each place that I went to had its own specific fight culture. And, and, and it's really not a tutorial about fighting at all. It's really about the culture of fight in each place and how it relates to that place. And it was, it really, I gotta tell you, I went into it thinking, oh, this is something I'm gonna do. It's like a vanity thing. I, I love fighting. It's, I'll do it between, and it really has kind of been the most incredible thing I wound up doing, I think. You love training also. Oh, You're constantly training, yeah, right? Yeah. You really enjoy it. All day. I could train, I'm a gym rat. I'm a gym rat. Yeah, well, it shows. I mean, I just can't do it. I get two, one hour and I'm fucking finished. No, and I, it shows. I, I, but I don't like just fight. I, I like being in the, I like the community of the gym. Do you know what I mean? What and do you do when you're not working? You just hang out there and talk to people sometimes? Yeah, we hang. You know, what do you do in gyms? Just, I get yeah. the fuck out immediately. Yeah. No, but he, but Jimmy's not thinking of a, a, a martial arts type gym right, where, you're, right. where you're working with each other. You're thinking more Equinox. of like, No, You're no, thinking no, of like yeah. Equinox. Type. I don't yeah, go to right? Equinox. Yeah, and nobody wants to be at those type of gyms because no. they're like, oh, the fucking train. Like Some guys do. Some guys yeah. hang out there and they do yeah, their business they wear, there. They wear like tights and they wear <laughs> towels. That's the, the beefcakes. Yeah. I'm like, get oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I was describing a dude at the. Called I, him a beefcake. I, I, but I, a beefcake, I thought it's like a muscle. Like a, yeah. He goes, what are you, is he dreamy? Or I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, was, he thinks I'm like making like a. I think the guy's like. <laughs> yeah, but he fanned himself when he said it. Like that. <laughs> that's, that's right. His balls got high. No, but that's, you know, want to be around a bunch of muscle heads Mm-mm. no i gotta say beefcakes anymore no but it's different when you're like when you're hanging out with the guys and you get done just like um not not looking to strangle each other that sounds funny but i know it, what there's, you mean. There's, there's a camaraderie that's yeah, gets built you know you spar you then you get out and you talk about sparring and it's just it's, it's listen it's the closest thing that i have in my life at this point to like what you would consider a men's group. Like, because every culture that you go to, men kind of hang out together and talk about stupid men shit. Right. I, you know, I'm a married guy with three kids. I don't get to do that a lot of times. And I don't play golf. Right. So wh- that's my spot. That's my place. That's where, where you can just kind of hang out and bullshit like, like yeah. a locker room. And you know what? Traveling around the world to each gym, to each, or all the gyms that I've been to now, it's the same thing. Do it's they know you when you yeah. go? Yeah. They yeah, know yeah, yeah. yeah, most of them know me. So. Well, I mean, 
I met Frank when I was doing uh, Dana White looking for a fight available on YouTube. Sorry, but uh, on the set uh, on uh, on the on the set of Don't Tell Me, it, it's uh, it, I love the show too. Uh, tell me the show. Kingdom. Your Golden Girls. Kingdom. 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 Yes, Kingdom. It was awesome. No, it yeah. was awesome. One of the few things Dana White's ever liked. Oh, he loved it. Oh, no. It was a great show. He did love that show. Good. The only problem is I have Fios. It was on cable right. it was on, or something. It was on DirecTV. Uh, DirecTV. I'm yeah. sorry. Which is why it's no longer on. So why? I got to watch like the first season because they gave that to us to get up on the show before we visited the set because we visited the set and... And Frank was there, and the guy, and, and the gang was there, and then Joe Stevenson was there. Yeah, the, was a, yeah. I don't know if he was there, but he, you said you worked with Joe. He's, Stevenson. He was the, you know, Greg Greg Jackson was the is, was the technical advisor, yeah. and then he sent Joe Daddy, and uh, Joe Daddy became a, a staple on the show. Yeah, yeah, we got him on the show. It was a great show, man. Is and, it, it, it was kind of coming back or no? No, no, no. We did. Oh, you done? Okay. Did four seasons, but everybody won Archuleta. We had we had so many pro fighters uh, uh, come through and and uh, play themselves. It was great. Uh, Natalie, uh, what's her name? Martinez. Yeah, she was yeah, great. She, was on that she fights. She she trains. Yeah, she does yeah. train. Do you like acting? It's all right. It's all right, right? I mean, uh, am I a guy who goes to parties with other actors and talks about acting? No, I'm not that guy. Were you ever trained, or you just kind of do it? No, I train. I, yeah, I, you, you 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 can't. There's only a certain level you can go to if you don't learn what what it is. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's as if you wanted to, you know, you wanted to fight jujitsu. You wanted to go to Abu Dhabi, and you and you knew a rear naked choke and a figure four. Like at some point, you got to learn what the 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 art of jujitsu is to to further yourself. Right. Or or you know, it's you, you just. Kind of suck. Did you go to class or did you actually take? Oh, I lessons? studied forever. Oh, you did. I did. Yeah, and, um, it's like whatever I decide I want to do, I have to go and find the gr the best teacher, the best this, the best that, and just in you know entrench myself in it. So, so that had to right away interest you. I mean, is that why they came to you with this? Was it whose concept? No, was no, it? it was, was my it, concept. It was your. I concept. was in China doing a movie, and I was training in the one boxing gym in tr in China, and and I became friends with the guy who owned the gym. Took me all over China, right? He was, he was a wealthy guy. And I'm like, you know, everywhere I go, this happens. I meet the guy from the gym, and I wind up learning about the place and the people because of fighting, because of boxing, right. or whatever it is. And I, I, we started to kind of develop the idea. Uh, Pat McKinley, too, who directed and, uh, and edited it, and my partner, Joe Carnahan. And, and uh, we went into Netflix, who we had already done a movie with, or two movies, and we pitched it, and they said, we like it. Go, go do it. Where, so where have you shot? We went to, we went to um, Myanmar, Thailand, Mexico, Africa. Um, where in Africa? Senegal. Talk about big dudes. Are they all big guys? They dwarf. They dwarf Derek Lewis. Really? And they're Senegalese oh, wrestlers, um, which is basically bare-knuckle boxing in sand, bare-knuckle <laughs> boxing, wearing loincloths, into Greco wrestling. And whenever two points touch... You're up. It's done. It's over. Where, where, I'm sorry, where was this from? Senegal. What, now, what Senegalese wrestling. What's two points? A knee and an elbow? Knee and an elbow, two knees, two elbows, whatever it is. But these guys are such advanced Greco wrestlers. I was amazed. I was amazed. Now, how was the fighting bare? Did you spar bare knuckle or no? Uh, I sparred with gauze on my hands. With okay. these. But you got to remember, these guys are 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, they're oh 300 God. pounds. They move like they're five, like they're our size. Are they making the 265 pound limit for the UFC if it's they ever a, scouted over they, there? You know what? You always need heavyweights. It's sure. funny. I they, know that. They, they, I'm surprised that, that Senegal has not been tapped. That's These athletes are amazing. The women are six feet tall, average. They're beautiful. Really? Yeah. 
So when you, you're sparring bare knuckle, I mean, bare knuckles, they said, is not as bad for your face as you would think. It's worse it, for your it hands. Is. It's bad for your face. It it's is. It's bad for your hands. I'm not sparring bare knuckle, obviously. I have, you know, I have kids I have to feed. But, uh, you know, I, I was more interested in grappling with them. But they're so big. And, and they're advanced grapplers off their feet. How is it in sand? It's crazy. And there's 80,000 people. Watch. These guys are heroes in Senegal. Wow. It's amazing. You have to see it to understand what I'm talking about. It's, it's, and then I went to Israel and got involved with the real Krav Maga dudes who, wow. who trained the Mossad and all This the is guys. all in this season? Of all, the, all in this season. On the fight. And in Thailand, I was with Bokao. I mean, probably the greatest Muay Thai fighter alive. He's, he's a badass. I think he's fought 300 fights. Uh, so I was training in his gym with him and, you know, to understand what Thai fighting is to the Thai people. I went to, Let, I went to Myanmar where they fight Letway which is the art of the nine limbs. So it's like Muay Thai, only with the headbutts. They wow. allow the headbutts? Phenomenal. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you take one? Yes. How was it? <laughs> it was good. But I put one of their guys, and it's in the show. I got him. To, I, I slept him. I got him to the Oh, guy. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Now, are you rolling any more jiu-jitsu? A little bit. So yeah, much? yeah. But I'm, I, I tore my bicep <coughs> a, a while back, yeah. and I just can't. Doing what? You too. I used to have two of those. Look at that. You that, really... was, that was a long time ago. Yeah. I fought like I was that. doing a stunt. I just did a movie with uh, Anthony Mackie. I was doing a stunt, and my arm got caught in the guy's jacket, and he, he went that way, and my body went that way. Did you get it repaired? It's, it's, the, it's torn. It's not, Is it? It's, it the, just, not the bicep. roll up. So basically, the tendon that connects this ah. to my rotator cuff tore. Oh, okay. So I couldn't, for like two months, I couldn't do that. Yeah, they yeah. say if you could turn a key, you like like if I would have got this fixed, it's more for cosmetic reasons, right? So I don't look like that on my right side, right? But you can't. Jimmy I mean, on this side thinks I'm weak. I turn around, he's like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> can you get it fixed now? No, I no. don't think so. It's too late. That ship has sailed. But where, but does must, where does it, it go? It is my one submission in the UFC because I didn't pull out of that fight. I got a triangle choke with my legs. Where, where does it go though? When the muscle rolls I up, how does know, it disappear? It's it like a up. curtain, though. It yeah, it's up. like I said, it's like a curtain. It yeah. stays connected to the one side. Right. But where is it now? Like, it's, meaning, like, your left arm is so big, what is your... Here. Oh, it is up there. Yeah. I know, dude, I don't... See, I don't do biceps anyway. I just do, like, push-ups and stuff, so I don't... Yeah. It's not like it bothers me. Equinox you know? guys do biceps. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, I do some biceps. Yeah, we I do, do a few. <laughs> I do a few biceps yeah. just to show the guns. I'm <laughs> <laughs> more like pea shooters, but... Did you like training and rolling in the gi? Did you do a lot without the gi, or... Oh, I was... When I started training in 1990, uh, with Hickson... Yeah. It was just gi. There was, yeah. There was no, you didn't train without a gi. Everything was gi. Yeah. But I was in Brazil too. Yeah. I, I, one other, the, we went to six places. The, the last place, well, one of the places was Brazil. I was in the favelas of the, I was with Mario Bustamante and, and, uh, Murillo and, and Bustamante. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I love and, that guy. And, and that team. Huge fan. Uh, but something happened. Carlson and, Gracie team. Yeah, I was there. I was with yeah. uh, Hobson Gracie. Oh, do you remember? Wait, Hobbs. Wait, Hobson, which is Henzo's Henzo's dad, father. Yeah. Yes, I was. I was with him at the wow. beach where Hickson fought, S smacked Hugo Dante in the face, and then me and Hugo Dante fought in the same. We we rolled around at the beach where him and Hickson had that famous fight. Oh, because he's lucha libre. Yeah, of course. Then we went to. Then we went to. Um, to uh, oh my God, uh, Hickson's other brother. Uh, Jeff Hoyler, not, not Hoyler. <laughs> Jeff Gracie, not Hoyler. Oh, I Bob. We went back to 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 the, the, uh, his, his dojo where where Hickson and uh, and uh, 
and his, and what's his name went and, and fought again. It was a bit. That was a big yeah, deal. Yeah. That was so a big. You deal. in the favelas for oh, Hugo Dorte? You mean? Yes. Yeah. Well, Did, you know, back in the day, and I've talked about it before on, on here. The Luther Livre and the uh, Jiu Jitsu guys had like a hated each fierce oh, rivalry, yeah. Yeah. street fights. That yeah. was one of them. Beach fights, street fights, hundred percent. Yeah. What's he got going on? Uh, we got Calvin Cater calling in. Yeah, he's fighting. Oh, he's yeah, what's up, Calvin? How are you? <laughs> hey, good. How you doing? Good, man. Are you in Canada at the moment? Yes, I am. And uh, how are you feeling? I feel great. Uh, excited to go out and uh, and do what I do. What's that? I said, uh, I feel great. I'm ready to go out Saturday night and do what I do. Oh, and do what I do. Okay, sorry. I couldn't hear you. Uh, yeah, like, h- how do you handle the pre-fight? Uh, is there a ritual you go through? Or are, you pretty, uh, are you pretty loose, or are there things you have to do? No, I'm pretty loose, man. I, I usually go with the flow. Um, I try not to be too dependent on any one thing. People got like lucky cups, mouth guards, shit like that. I, you know, what happens if you forget that cup at home? You know what I mean? And all those little ass things. I, I just, I'm easy. I roll with it and uh, go with the flow until fight night. And, and it's what we've done every day in preparation. Well, Wade Boggs started to eat chicken. And it was like, well, that's great. But the first time it doesn't work, how do you ever believe in that ritual again? Yeah, it's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of the rich, like the the rituals and things. Maybe after the fight, you know, I always go get a nice pasta cutlets at the same spot. But that's about <laughs> it. Yeah, I, oh, no, I, Longo's like that. I don't believe in that bullshit either. Lucky shirt, yeah, lucky yeah. shoes, yeah. lucky socks. Get Too much. God, it don't mean. I, I bullshit. agree, man. I just like to have good people in my corner, uh, just to keep the vibe right. I just like to. You know, it's all about the vibe. That's really it for me. And you're from, uh, is it called, pronounced Methuen, Massachusetts? Yeah, Methuen. It's about 30 minutes north of Boston. Okay, what kind of an area was it growing up? Uh, a lot of tough kids. Just no one really did the right things about it and with it. You know, I, I had a good wrestling coach, um, you know, rigid, tough guy, take no bullshit wrestling coach. And, um, you know, he set the tone quick early in my career and then, following wrestling i missed the feeling of competing and i saw my uh, sister's best friend take a fight and I-, I was hooked i started training that next monday and took a fight six months later how did your sister's best friend do uh so his last fight was against so he bought the promotion he fought for and he ran the event and he decided to fight dan lazon uh joe's little brother uh, and the event that he was promoting and uh, he-, he lost tko in, in the first round but I ended up buying the promotion from him shortly after. I currently have an event in a month, and he's on—he's fighting on the card, breaking a ten-year layoff on the seventeenth of November. How funny is that? What do you mean you buy the promotion? I'm not, I'm not sure what that means. So, so combat's on. So it's like one of the longest-running promotions in um, in the New England area. Joel was on, fought it back on the day. Uh, John Doomsday Howard, Marcus Davis, a lot of those type guys. And uh, so I, I bought the promotion from Dave George, the one I had competed on previous to the UFC. And so now I host events four times a year, five times a year out in uh, Manchester, New Hampshire. I got an event November 17th. I got a good team that helps me with that, kind of like how we got the team around me at the, the fighting, you know. And, uh, and so we're, we're running the event the 17th, fighting this weekend. And it's just after, you know, one event, it's the next. It's nonstop. How do you like wearing the, uh, the promoter hat? Oh, there's a lot of gray hairs underneath that hat, I'll tell you that right. much. Who's looking for free tickets, all that bullshit. <laughs> No, nah, it's I easier just getting fight. ready to fight in a cage, isn't it? Oh my God, you better believe it, man. <laughs> I, this because the way uh, the way Dave put it to me, it's like when you promote, it's like you deal with thirty bridesmaids on their wedding day. You know, thirty <laughs> brides on their wedding day. And for me, when I fight, it's like I'm everything goes around me. You yeah. know, so it's nice to be a little selfish come fight night. 
Yeah. Especially if you're doing something around home where you grew up, then you have all the family and neighbors and people you grew up with who want to come and see you for free. Every time I go to the front to handle a situation, I lose a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, to let people in. You know, I just stay out. I just stay near the cage, and uh, and just enjoy the fights. Because at that point, all my hard work's done for the promoting side, and I, I genuinely do enjoy just you know being a fan at the fights. As I'm sure you know, Matt, you, you go to the looking for a fight, seeing the local events. It, it, it's fun, man. I, I do like to see where I got my start, you know, and pay that opportunity forward to the next generation of kids from my area. Nah, dude, for sure. Now tell me, let me the motivation. You're fighting a newcomer. Now, Chris, yep. Chris uh, Fishgold, uh, yep. what's the? It, how's the motivation with fighting more of an unknown compared to somebody who's, who's got it? I tell you, man, that's a good question. But my motivation is stronger than ever, man, because I'm not looking at him. I'm looking at what I'm coming off of, which is a loss, and, and I need to get that taste out of my mouth. Really, I don't. And, and it, it, that's all the drive I need is, is the chip on my shoulder from losing my last fight. You know, a couple little minor errors, and I think that fight's mine. But uh, you know, we're going to correct those mistakes, move forward. But I was a once a four to, four to one underdog as well. You know, uh, my debut, and no one gave me a shot. I don't underestimate anybody. I'm looking on a Chris Fish goal come Saturday night, and then you know, once we get the hand raised, we're, we're looking to climb the division one by one. Well, plus, uh, you know, fighting a, a new fighter like that, you don't want to lose to to, to someone like that either. I mean, that's also a great motivation. You don't want to lose to somebody who's not ranked. Yeah, honestly, aside from that, I'm just holding myself accountable to how I know I can perform. You you mix him in with anybody, I feel like I can make it a fight for anybody. I understand what you're saying on the the debut kid and, and not want to lose, but I want to beat everybody you put in front of me. I don't care if they're you know who the hell they are. I, I hold myself accountable to certain standards, and, and and it's far more strict than than what the UFC or the fans or anybody else will hold me to. You know, I I, I want to go out there perform like I know I can and, and get my hand raised regardless of who the hell I'm fighting. Not to mention, like, I'm not too familiar because he's a new kid, this Chris Fishgold. Yep. But, you know, but listen, I don't want to assume anything, but with a last name like Fishgold, you got to assume he's been <laughs> fucked with since he's a kid. So he's probably been scrapping Frank Rillo oh, yeah, since fucking... Fishgold? Seriously? Fish... Yeah. Hey, Fishgold! Ah! They're probably fucking with him. Fishgold and... sounds oh, like yeah. an easy name to make fun of, but then you can't think of anything for it. Exactly. Go, just go, be there. Goldfish. Exactly. Go, you call that, that's what Fishgold. Was, uh, goldfish. A fan actually sent in a question and said, favorite goldfish flavor? Yeah. yeah. He's serving me up for some clips right now. I, I hear, but listen, everything he's been through ain't nothing to compare to my head to what I've been through. I, I, I you know, hold firm to that. The, the, I, I got plenty of chips on my shoulder. Shit I've been through that makes me who I am, and there's a reason why I'm going into the cage on Saturday night. You know, and uh, and why why I am where I am at this point. You know, not that I'm complacent or anything. It got me to this point. I feel like I'm just starting my career, man. To be honest, when I bought the promotion, I had a three year layoff. Just because I, you know, I had injury, I took over the promotion. I had to kind of that's a whole different business, you know. Aside from fighting, as you understand, and I had to learn a lot with that. So I got things under wrap. Uh, training at the time was a little bit stagnant. They weren't really the best uh, teammates, and, and kind of uh, just the setup wasn't really where it was right now in New England. And now I'm training with uh, you know number one teammate of mine is Rob Font and. Uh, a lot of the other guys that are in the UFC now, currently it's growing in New England. We've got uh, Kyle Bokniak, Andre Sukumtaz on this card. Uh, you know, the training really came full circle in that amount of time off on the layoff. And now I feel comfortable with the team around me to, to take this, you know, this opportunity, this shot. And I've learned so much this past year being in the UFC. I feel like I'm just starting my career. 
I like that, man. Yeah. Yes. Dude, you're like a, you're motivating me. I don't know. I'm, I'm like attacking I'm Jimmy. You, I'm ready to fucking fight right now. <laughs> yes, dude, you're, you're ready. You're a race car in I'm the ready, red, man. Calvin. My, yeah, my, my mindset's strong, man. Like I said, you know, it ain't going to be because I didn't work hard enough. It ain't going to be because I didn't go out there and put on a damn show. Like, I, I, you know, all this stuff I can't control, I don't give a fuck about. I'm ready to go out and fight yeah. like I know I can to my best abilities the way I know I can and and that's it you know what I mean that, that's all I'm focused on is just going out and feeling confident and, and good about the preparation I put in and just performing like I know I can now we just talked to Derek Lewis and he didn't really said he really didn't care much about being the heavyweight champion now he's a little more focused on it because it's in front of him but is that something that really motivates you being the champion yeah, but you know, I don't, I don't like, uh, I'm not, I'm not in that position where I'm like calling out the champ. Obviously, I'm coming off a loss. Uh, even when I, if I, you know, would, which I felt like I should have, you know, if I edged that kid out in Moicano, uh, I, I'm cool with climbing the ranks, man. If you can't beat the guys along the way, then what good, you know, that's how, kind of what my mindset was getting in the UFC. I didn't really, oh, I want the UFC, I want the UFC. Yeah, I wanted to get there, but I wasn't, out, you know, bitching about it. I was out there getting my hand raised every fight, and I know if I kept winning, they can't deny me. Same here, you know, that title opportunity, it'll come as long as I just keep winning. Saturday night, you know, Saturday night started off. If I keep getting my hand raised, they won't be able to deny me, you know. So uh, that's just what I focus on. The next task at hand is uh, keep that Bill Belichick mindset. I know you don't like to hear that, Matt, but I I think it's proven itself over the last decade in in Boston. So, uh, you know, I'm excited about going out, man, and just uh, focusing on Chris Fishgold and, and getting the job done. The uh, wait, the what? What? He's I a coach of the Patriots. The Bill Belichick, uh, man. Oh, you know, you're Bill? talking about? Oh, what? Is, oh, I don't watch anything with kind of with balls. Yeah, you got me surprised. I am, dude. I suck. I mean, I don't know. I just, I'm not into it. But I'm into watching you fight. I cannot wait. He's fucking. He's, I'm uh, psyched yeah, man, for you, Calvin. That. And Calvin, listen, you. you take care of business. And uh, sure. things go your way. I know. I can tell you the type of guy to say, "Give me anybody." It wouldn't hurt to have a name on your on your tongue there, because it gets 100%. juicy, Calvin. It gets juicy. People are gonna go, <laughs> "Yo, know. imagine him fighting him." Instead, listen. Oh, I know I, you'd fight. I, I know you'd trust. fight Lucifer. I can tell by your talk the way you're talking now. If you have you a know, name no, on your I, tongue, you you let that rip. Not now. No, save I it, hear but, you, know. you guys. I hear you guys, man. You guys talk about that, and like I said, <laughs> I'm getting more of that shit from being in here. I was at first, you know, I was definitely I was respectful. I'm happy as I am, you know. I'm a respectful kid. I'm a, I'm a nice kid, but yeah. when I come here, man, I mean fucking business, you know. And I'm yeah. not here to make friends. I, I genuinely am here to, you know, get my hand raised, get paid. Better the better the life for me and my family, you know. This shit's real, man. People yeah. treat this shit like a game, and. Um, I'm excited, man. I appreciate that. I'm, I, there is another side of it, though. Calling the name out, the business side of it. Uh, yeah. So right. I'm working on that, man. But right now, I just got that fucking dog in me, and I got to get it, it out. Well, that's the most important thing. Everything else is secondary. And you the can, business side of it does right. matter. The yeah, business side does, does definitely matter. You're right. And I'm not saying be disrespectful. Yeah. I don't want that to come across the wrong way. Me neither, man. I, I'm not you know, know, all the respect in the world, yeah. but after the fucking fight. Ah, yeah. that's right, Calvin. Listen, psyching me up. Well, good luck, man. It's really fun talking. Talking to you. I love Boston. By the way, do you care that the Red Sox are in the World Series, or does it not matter to you? I brought my Boston hat to rub it in some people's face. Who care? I don't mind myself. I'm not the biggest baseball fan, but you know, when it comes to shit talk and Boston <laughs> sports, I'm always down to rub it in while, while we still while we're still hot. You know what I mean? So you basically don't care, but you just like the fact that the B on your hat could hurt somebody else. <laughs> I kind of yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just want to rub it in. Whoever cares, I want to rub it in their face because it ain't it don't really bother me, but. Might as well. That's it, man. You're in fight mode, so fuck it. All right. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, Calvin. Have a great fight, man. All right. All right. Later, boys. Thank take, you. Appreciate okay. it. All right. Take care, man. All right, Calvin.
ButcherBox delivers healthy 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, free-range organic chicken and heritage breed pork. The incredible quality of ButcherBox meat starts with the commitment of raising animals humanely and free of antibiotics and hormones. That's really nice if you like to eat animals but you care about animals like I do. Each box comes with at least 9 to 11 pounds of meat, which is enough for 24 individual size meals. You can choose from five different box uh, different box types. All beef, beef and chicken, beef and pork, mixed boxes, or a custom box. It lets you choose your own cuts. I got a box in the mail. It was a giant box of delicious fresh meat, mm. ice cold. They box it beautifully so the stuff is freezing when you open it. It comes right out. Uh, being stored downstairs in my building in the freezer, and by the time I, I got it, was still nice and cold when I got it. Beautiful meat. Uh, they believe in healthier food system where everyone has access to meats the way nature intended, free of antibiotics and hormones, humanely raised on open pastures. Recipes are available on the ButcherBox website, and videos are available to follow along with on the uh, ButcherBox YouTube channel. I'm going to have to do that because I cannot cook. Now, to get started with free bacon... And $20 off your first box, just go to butcherbox.com slash UFC. Enter the code UFC. It really is a beautiful big box of delicious meat. And uh, once again, for free bacon and $20 off your first box, they're basically giving you free bacon and $20 off to try it. Butcherbox.com slash UFC and enter the code UFC. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus... Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph. And a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to... Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Calvin's fun. I like Calvin, no? That's what you want. A guy who's going to fight in the cage, you want him like that. And plus, he's he's thinking ahead. My buddy Lou Neglia 
and and Ray Longo. They've been doing like putting on shows. I think Ray's moving away from that now, but from the from Combat at the Capital to the Ring of Combat, which Vengeance, which was Vengeance of the Vandal, where I started. So I see how that promoter. Not to mention Dane is my buddy, but I see how that promoter stuff works, and it could be a pain in the ass, man. Oof. I'd like to just fight in the cage. I don't like, you could be selfish. Just not worry about anything else. Are you going to this fight because of uh, Volante or no? No, no, no. I don't corner Volante. He, he fights at a Belmore kickboxing, even though he trains with us. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like Keith Trimble uh, corners him. But uh, I'm always with him, even when I'm not with him. I so, love Volante. And uh, Arnim Lobov and uh, Michael Johnson is the co-main. Well, Uzdemir is calling in in a little while. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, 15 minutes. we got yeah, yeah, more, I, 10 more minutes with Frank. How many okay. people calling in? I want to hang out with Frank. And, uh, I yeah, like it's some a busy people show. call in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 20 people calling in. It's just three. All right. We complain I mean, that we don't get guests, though. When we get guests, we can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, but we got Frank in studio, and I love them as crossbones. I like him in a lot of things. But you know I'm a Marvel fan. You are. And they should have kept it. I know you gave me a sneak peek of what's going up, coming up, and I'm excited about that. But man, because Frank could do uh, like good mar- like fight scenes. Like when he was, and he, has, and he had those, um, yeah. with crossbones, he had these like. Uh, what were those? What were those things I have that you'd punch with them? House. You want it? No, well, I mean, it would just. Are you really a big was, Marvel fan? He loves oh, it. Oh, dude. Are you, I just you, did a show I yesterday called I, Collider. I did that. Oh, I did Collider, that show, yeah, yeah. Collider Live. Oh, yeah. cool. And I had such a fun time. It's it's people around like, well, maybe some around my age, some younger. And it's just a geek show. It just talks about yeah. superheroes and Star Wars. Which I I've know, never Jimmy, seen. I've never seen. I love it. What's that, the show? Star, Star Wars. Wars. Oh, you never seen Star Wars? Now, do you at this point are you that? holding out and going, "Fuck it, I'm not going to watch it"? Because I'm not, you I have no interest. Up, right, you think I've never seen the. the I, I've never seen the Avengers movies. Real? You're just not into it. I'm not. You don't watch. I stuff don't you like do? fantasy shit. Mm. Nah. Some not people. Dana's like that. Not Some people me. are like that. Not for me, I don't watch shows with dragons. What's the show on HBO? Game of Thrones is the only never. dragon show I like. Can't you would think it? it's like. Why you think it's like sissy? Like 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 what do you think? No, like I just, mean, I don't, you're just not into it. I'm just kind of like, like I'm not into fa- sports. I like to re- I like to read. But sports is real. Yeah, you know I'm not into sports. <laughs> but didn't we just have that conversation? I watch boxing and MMA. I didn't even know the Red Sox were in the fucking World yeah. Series. I wouldn't have either if I wasn't on a radio show where yeah. they they mentioned it this morning or yesterday. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's why I didn't get the reference when he said something. And about they're the playing LA. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's big. Boston but I don't water. watch any. I don't, I don't. Let me tell you, my kids, Frank, my, they're young and they uh, they do the little dance, like just that city field. What's that? What do they do? Dance? They what? do they do dance, right? They're young, nine, seven, and five. So they did a little thing. They have a thing at, at the Mets. Uh, the Mets, what is it? Uh, the, the city field. Oh, no, city, city field. field now, yeah. So, dude, oh, so they go there. They have to do a little dance before the Mets do their game, you know, with all other. Oh, a dance like, dance. Yeah, a little dance yeah. dance, like in the city, in the, in the field before they play the game. So, the second they get done before the game, we're the fuck, dude. We're out of that before they get done with the uh, opening pitch. I'm out oh, you don't watch? Yeah. I can't. I, 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 it's hell for me. I well, baseball matter. for you would be tough. Like, that's not the one. Even Maybe hockey. Well, hockey, hockey you might like. Hockey's I used to watch, as a kid, I'd yeah. watch the Islanders because okay. whatever. Right. And, and, but it's kind of like soccer. You don't got to know too much what's going on. <laughs> you got to right, get right, it. Right. I mean, you know, the football, the action ends. I can't follow seconds. the puck. That's, I've tried to watch hockey. I just can't find it. I'm not, like, where the fuck is it? You don't have to. I don't know. You know, I like watching. I, I don't watch right. anything. You know why I stopped watching sports? I stopped watching most sports because I interviewed so many athletes, and fighters were the guys I liked the best. And I like it was easier for me to root for somebody who I liked. And then the more baseball players and football players, they're fucking arrogant. They always talk to you with their sunglasses on, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Fuck you!" And then you get a guy like Chuck Liddell, and who just sits there and breathes like a fucking pit bull, and he's the nicest <laughs> guy on the planet. Right, 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 I, right, I, right. I like this yeah. guy. 
I, fighters for some reason are just they're more personable and, and being around them and watching the way UFC fighters treat the fans and I don't even watch boxing that much anymore I just again I, I didn't like a lot of those guys but the UFC guys the way they talk to the fans they treat the fans with respect I've never seen a guy maybe on, on Connor's level maybe but they never say no for pictures I just I, I like them so yeah. much it's like it's hard not to enjoy watching them fight Jimmy, did you ever see the movie Warrior that, that Frank? I was did not. In? Oh man, I Dana wasn't Dana wasn't crazy about it. I enjoyed. He it. He hated it. He didn't like. Oh it. my no, god, I I was he like, hated it. He didn't like because it. at the time we had the Tap Out Boys were in the movie. We put yeah. him in the movie, and and uh, I remember he they were like, man, he he hates this movie. Why did he hate it? A bad movie. It was a it was good movie. Great, yeah. Tom Hardy was in it. Yeah, I love Tom Hardy. I think yeah. he's great in everything. How's he as a dude? He's a good dude. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't want to put you on the spot. No, no, he's a good dude. Because I like him in his movies. Was he in Venom? Who's in Venom? He's he was Venom. In Venom. It is in Venom. Venom. That's good in Venom. You liked it, right? I did like Venom. A lot of people saying, but I don't understand yeah. the superhero yeah. world, but a lot of people saying it was all over I enjoyed the place, it. But you liked it. I enjoyed My it. My kids loved it. Yeah. They did. Okay. I enjoyed it. I'm yeah. a big kid, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you worked with anybody that you wanted to work with that you wound up not liking? Uh, that I wound up not liking? Yeah, or no. most of the people. Like, I just did a, I did a movie, just, I just finished a movie with Mel Gibson. And uh, who I loved growing up, yeah. and he was he became my pal. Oh, he's good, oh, right? Ain't that great? Yeah, man. Ain't that nice? He's, he's, the, he's the coolest. We just had dinner the other night. I, I could hang out. And it's funny when you're around, you're getting to act now with this yeah. guy, right? Is it intimidating at all? No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, yeah. You know, you know your shit. So. Yeah. See, that's the guy you know, who. That's that's a confident. I would I, yeah. I would I would fucking collapse in myself. Yeah. No. Yeah. No confidence. Well. Obviously, you didn't see Frank in the elevator scene in Winter Soldier. He's that obsessed is, with Marvel. He really is. That no, is what I'm talking about. He's asking Cap about something. I knew what was going down. <laughs> I knew he was about to jump him. I knew it. Frank Grillo wow. was awesome. And then his buddy Anthony Mackie, they went at it. Yeah. We just did a movie together. Oh, that's Me right. He was in there, yeah. yeah. So, good. Yeah, so when Mel Gibson, what do you talk about at dinner? All kinds of shit. Oh man, that guy's been everywhere. To earth. He's the coolest guy. I, I, I loved him in Daddy's Home too. I got kids. Yeah. <laughs> that, that you ever see Apocalypto? He's a great director. Oh, I see it. He, oh, he's he a wrote great it and directed. Amazing director. And Braveheart. Man. Braveheart. Did he direct that or no? Yes. I, and he directed and wrote it. And what was the uh, the crucifixion movie he did? Uh, with uh, Passion of the Christ. Uh, yeah, what's Passion the Passion of the Christ? Christ. Yeah. yeah. Really great, man. I, I, he's and, and amazing. He's, then he fucked up, and he, his Mad career kind of dipped a bit. He's Mad Max. No, they, yeah. He was, but hopefully he's coming back. He's back. I like he's him back. a lot. Yeah, he's great. Oh, in Mad Max. Yeah. And oh, the yeah, sequel. I forgot Mad Max. And the sequel. I, I'll tell you right now, they should do a sequel to the one that Tom Hardy did. Which I was enjoyed. incredible. I, did you see that one? Yeah, There's three lines in the whole movie. The fucking thing was amazing. Man. I thought he was great. Was and even uh, Charlie. Charlie Theron. It was kind of her movie. It was a great movie, man. I love that thing. I have to say, I would, um, I would date her if given the opportunity. Just wanted to would throw you, that out. She there. doesn't go out with anybody who goes to Equinox. Ah, she doesn't. Yes, no. men she, under five six. She's a big UFC fan too. Yeah, she yeah. Is. I've seen her in uh, this one play, this this one food place in L.A. a bunch of times. And uh, I always wanted to walk up and compliment did, her feet. Did you guys, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> or crawl up and compliment her feet? Uh, Frank, <laughs> I don't know. If, and again, did you? I don't know if you. <clears throat> How long you guys talked before I got in here? Did you see the uh, the Connor and Khabib fight? Yeah, talk to me. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I mean, whose got, team were you on? I, I you know, I, you I, the... I was a Connor fan, right? Okay. And, and and he was doing a lot of shit talking, and he, yeah. but I got to tell you that the, the head crank, the chin that crank, crank yeah. I, 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 that's kind of how do you fall into that? I mean, well, 
it wasn't going to put him to sleep. It could break his jaw, but that's, that's he making, didn't. The, the, but and he leaned into it. He leaned into it. I mean, yeah. I don't want to say nothing because people think I'm a Connor hater. Every time I just speak no, my mind. I was a, I'm a, I love Connor. Look, I think he's great. He's been great, and he was an interesting. And yeah. The guy's gotten himself to a place. Amazing. That's amazing. But at the level that he's fighting, to, to, to do that to, from To that, say uncle, you're saying. Yeah. Because people here, they didn't see what you just did. He tapped himself on the chin. Yeah. You can't. And especially after, you know, listen, I, I'm a big believer in not, I mean, there is a line. People say, oh, there's no line. You're selling a fight. How can you say there's a line? It had how many buys on pay-per-view? But you make it something else when you bring family involved as a, as a person. And, 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 and I think he crossed the line by talking about his father. Well, and, and I don't want to beat a dead horse with it, but since we're talking about it, for him to do that, Frank, and then in the cage, if you heard the audio of him in the third round saying after that, hey, it's all business. It's only business like that. Now you just now you just that's who said it's all business. No, no, no. Connor, did. Connor, yeah, no. we played it on here. Yeah. Oh, I didn't count. And, and here's the no, deal. Maybe so, you weren't in that. Oh, part. I'm sorry. Maybe you weren't here, so, Jimmy. So Dagestan was the first place I was going for my show because Ooh. of the wrestling, right? Because they're 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 they're, they're yeah, amazing yeah. wrestlers, right? And they're also incredibly religious. Oh yeah. You, you know, you start talking about their religion and their father, and eventually yeah. you're gonna ta- you're gonna you're gonna poke the bear enough that. It's not about business. It's personal. No, See, with Connor, there's probably nothing you could say that would get him to that point. So he may be coming from the point of view of anything you said about him, he would let roll off. You know what yeah. He may be one of those guys, yeah. too, who just nothing yeah. would matter. And again, I love Connor. I, I, was, I was a Connor. I, I wanted Connor. And I thought Connor might do it again. But I also, when I was looking at what Khabib was doing, he wanted to break his jaw. Oh no, he, he did, he, right? Oh, no, he, he, he would have broken well, it. Well, that would have happened, yeah. Yeah. It yeah people usually... What happens there is they usually try to just pull that arm down, down and get right. on the neck. Right. You know what I mean? Right. He just said, all right, I don't know. <laughs> all right. Good. Well, and he turned the wrong way. He oh, turned no, he, his he, head the wrong way. You think way. Khabib was trying to break his jaw? Uh, without a doubt. He wanted to shut that I mouth? I mean, when you, yeah, he was, yeah. It was, more of a, it was a crank. He a, wanted to yeah. shut that well, mouth. It, it, yeah. I like Connor more after he loses. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I looked at what he wrote on his Instagram, and I actually like the way he handles a loss. Like, you know, some people like, you know, and again, we talk about Ronda who didn't really want to do interviews after a loss. I like Connor when he loses. I like how he handles it. And it's like, after all this shit talking, he's still like, well, he's we'll give smart. props to a guy he's who smart. won. He's sm- That's good business, right? Yeah. It's good business because now you're empathetic towards him. Yeah. And so no matter what he did on the front of the fight, the back of the fight is, oh, he's a good loser. Yeah. Right? But I do here's the deal. That. How much better would it have been? If he didn't go after his father, if he didn't say stuff about his religion, if he didn't, do you know what I mean? Like that's, you're right. It, it becomes p- very personal. I think he could have still like been in his face and, and put on the show still. He could have still sold this thing. And I think it still would have got as many buys and you did not have to bring somebody's family. Into I think it. it's that's more than the buys. No, no. I, th- I think that it's more than the buys though. Yeah. I think that with him, it becomes a weapon he uses and it's a way to get guys to make mistakes. And Khabib is kind of unflappable. Like we, we used to talk Khabib, about it. Like, by the way, you're talking about warriors that fight helicopters on horseback with stones. I yeah. mean, <laughs> these guys, thousands of yeah. years of warriors, hard to get into their you heads. Don't, you know, and I'm going to tell you, one of the places I went on the show was, was Brazil, which is not on air, but hopefully it will be in the, if there's a second season. I was in Day-Day's camp. Day-Day is, where, is, uh, is Jose Aldo's coach. So yeah. I got to hang out with Jose Aldo and roll around and have some fun. And, and the thing that McGregor did to him when we were talking is that thing. Exactly, in yeah. his head. Right? Got in, got in his head. And, and 
a lot of athletes try to do that. You know, a lot of fighters try to do that. But McConnor kind of does it in a way that is successful for him. He makes you so mad. And I think Khabib was a tougher nut to crack. Like, I think he was a harder guy to get Did to. Did you see him wrap him up? In the, like, he was a boa constrictor. Yeah. That is advanced wrestling. Oh, he's, he's excellent. Yeah. He was fucking, he was angry. He said the things that got him angry oh, to where yeah. Connor wanted him. It just didn't work out the way Connor. I think Connor wanted and, him to and, run and, in. And, and, and when Connor came out dry, dry, he was totally dry. And kind of forcing the whole thing, I went, oh, something's not. Did you, I, I, I noticed the same thing. He didn't look as comfortable going in because now he really has to deal with Khabib. He did not look as loose. And dry. I mean, he was bone dry. As a martial artist, Frank, you, you know this. The cage or the ring is the truth. Right. You can, any, everything else That's is, right. it's yeah. not. That's right. Even you want if, when he tries to say when he wants to make it like, a, like he wants to be that street guy, and he attacks the thing with the bus with all his guys, that's not going to go five rounds. Nope. That's going to go five minutes tops, and it's getting broken up. Yep. So you might get a lick in here or there, and what you're a hard ass in the cage is the time Truth. to be that hard ass. And he did not fit, he didn't pass that test. Right. No, nope. and, and listen, I would rather him. Go, you know, when he's when when Khabib's on top of him, pounding him, let's talk now, let's talk now. I would rather him go, fuck you. Did right, he say right. anything? I would rather him go, good, fuck you, whatever. Get pounded out, cover up, just do that. Hey, it's all business. It's all. Hey, it's only business. It's only business. Now we're being friendly. You're not being at the stage in front of everybody. You're not being like that. Uh, why am I getting off again? People yeah. think I hate the guy. No, 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 no. You don't, think, you don't have to hate people. the guy to it hate what the what guy it does. It is like, what it it's is. It's a different thing. I love the guy. I think the guy is fun to watch. Entertaining. Yeah. He's entertaining. entertaining. I like him more now than I'm, I ever did. I, I love him. I love him. But yeah. you, we all, listen, you all do things that other people don't like. No. How about this, though? How about could be jumping off of the, <laughs> like a silverback ape? I mean, there was such... Rage. Yeah. I didn't yeah. like that, though, because, again, there's fans around, and it's I like know. you're risking a, lot. a riot, and yeah. you're risking hurting somebody who paid to watch the fight. You're, right. you're risking a lot my of things. My kid, I'm with my kid yeah. in the audience. And somebody is throwing something. Oh, it's, it was crazy. Or I'm trying I, to get out of there. Yeah. Do it backstage. Yeah. Right. If he would have attacked him backstage, right. I would have a lot less to say about it, because then at least you're just with other fighters. The thing is this, though. He finally, he broke him. He broke he him. He fucking, he, the guy broke. He did. Because now he's releasing everything, and it's, a little anticlimactic. Yeah, he, he dominated him. He got that. Got the but tap. now you're just tapping out like a like a sissy. You're not gonna even let me right. like do anything to you. Now right. it's over. By the way, almost, he didn't even. He didn't. He just. Was put like, it, he knew. He knew. He's like, all right, you got me. <laughs> let me start. Uh, prop at twelve. That's not what you do. Khabib <laughs> has probably never squeezed anything than Connor's face in that moment. And then he's, the ref jumped right on him. So he could, uh, so then he yeah. says, it was almost like, I still want to release this. I didn't this. hurt him as bad as I wanted to. And now he's looking at the corner guy doing whatever he's doing. What was he doing? The guy, the jiu-jitsu uh, coach. What was he doing? I think he was like waving him on. They were having some work. Uh, there, there's a, a little like back and forth with that. Some people sure. think he said something. People think he didn't. I don't know. Okay. The jury's still out on that. You know what, by the way, and just credit to Khabib because he, ha he held it for like one Tenth he, of a he, second he longer did, than yes, he did, but he let it go. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't want. He, he wanted to pretend he didn't hear the ref. <laughs> right, so Vulcan go. is calling soon, and he is yeah. fighting uh, Anthony Smith. That's the main yeah, event that's right. that's this Saturday. Event yeah, we got to get Frank out of here. Okay. Actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's yes. get out of here. No, we should take a picture. Let's before. take a quick what picture. Why don't we take uh, and then P five. Take five. Yeah, one right. picture's enough. Fight World on Netflix now. Now, yeah, you could binge it and. Uh, and I never, I never really say this about anything I do, but this is really worth seeing. 
You're really oh, happy with it. Really I, dude, is, you got me. Yeah. I'm watching yeah. Fight great. World on Netflix. Yeah. I cannot wait. I want to see that Senegalese episode. Senegal, is that my singer right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, that, I want to see. You, you hooked me with they that. They all have something that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. Before I see you again, could you give a Marvel movie a chance? For me, uh, <laughs> Frank, Frank, for me, one the original. Winter Soldier. What about Winter Soldier? It's a good no, no. movie. That one I Have saw. Have you seen it? That I think that's the, that's a great movie. I'm happy. That's it. We yeah. can end it on that. Yeah. And Fight World on yeah. Netflix. Yes. Spider Man Three, the third <laughs> Spider Man. No, no, don't do that. Toby Maguire. That's we'll never get one. him back. Thank you, Frank. <laughs> Thanks, brother. So yeah, great always. to see you. Yeah. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our friends over at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Let's talk about buying a home. It is an extremely stressful but important purchase, and it's one of the biggest events of your life. But today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher payments, which can turn a great experience into an anxious one. That's why Quicken Loans created their exclusive power buying process. Here's how it works. They check your income, assets, credit, they give you a verified approval. This gives you the strength of a cash buyer, making your offer more attractive to sellers. Once verified, you qualify for their exclusive rate shield approval. They're going to lock your interest rate up for 90 days while you shop for your new home. Then once you've found it, if interest rates have gone up, your rate stays the same. But if rates have gone down, here's the beauty. You get to keep the lower rate. Either way, you win. It's the kind of thinking you'd expect from America's largest mortgage lender. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered rate shield approval. Only valid on certain 30-day purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Oh, Vulcan, how you doing? You're talking to uh, Matt Serra and Jim Norton on UFC Unfiltered. How are you? What's up, Vulcan? I'm doing great, thank you. What about you? Doing okay, man. Um, we had Anthony Smith on, uh, I want to say earlier in the week. He seems pretty confident going into this fight. Um, what do you think? Yeah, definitely. He's coming off two big wins at 205. I think he's, uh, he's, uh, he's new in the division, and uh, his both fights went really well. I think uh, definitely he has confidence right now. He's living in a moment. He is. But I've seen I've seen now the, the the top of the division. I just said Cormier. I came off uh, a fight against him. Now he's a two division champion, and uh, I know what it is now uh, to be fighting. You know the, the the best fighter in the world, the number one pound for pound. And uh, I I know for sure it's not as close as Cormier, and uh, this fight is just going to be going in my way. And, and Vulcan, after fighting the champ. DC, what did you, what did you take from that? Is there anything like specifically, like man, I have to just, this is what I took from it. Is there anything you really learned from that? Yeah, I learned a lot about um, how to how to and what to what to do in the fight, how to enjoy the fight. Uh, I learned how to pace myself. Uh, I learned a lot of different stuff, and um, it's 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 a bunch of stuff I, I've been putting into practice uh, in my in my everyday life. Um, definitely, um, Cormier is a, has a different style than Anthony. Is you know is a short and stocky wrestler, and uh, Anthony is a you know is a long is uh, a long and powerful um, striker. And uh, this is the exact style I like to do. You know, this is the the the, the style where I perform the best, and uh, that's why it's going to be a good night for me. Yeah, and before Cormier, you're coming off really really impressive uh, first round uh, TKOs of Serkinov and Manawa. So that that when when you go into it with Cormier, you're aware that he's going to have a different approach. I'm sure. 
Yeah, definitely. And also, I think he has um, so much experience at, at, the, at the highest level of the sport. So he, he was definitely uh, uh, the toughest, toughest beast I ever, I ever fought. Which is not the same with uh, with Anthony. I think Anthony is really uh, experienced too. You know, he has like uh, so many fights, but also so many fights not at that level. He's uh, he's been doing a, a lot of fights uh, in local promotion before the UFC, and uh, and now it's it's uh, it's, it's when, when it's really uh, now it's when it's really matter. Now, did when you fought Cormier, that, I'm bringing that back to that. Was there anything you're like, okay, I want to work on this a little bit more, or is there anything that you felt you got kind of caught off guard with or caught with that you wanted to improve on? I think I just wanted to finish the fight too quickly, um, and uh, that's maybe what cost me the the fight. Um, my mindset was on really knocking me out really really fast, and uh, that's what I tried to do. And uh, I know I should have done things differently and uh, work on some different stuff on different parts of my game also. So now it's a lesson learned. Did lesson learned and. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Vulcan. Coming coming off those two first round knockouts, do you think that that kind of puts you in a headspace that might not have been as good? Yeah, I think that's also maybe what drives me also to to finish the fight quickly, because I know I'm capable of, and uh, every time I connect um, in a fight, um, it's 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 over, and uh, you know my 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 a lot of my fights were ending up really early in the first round. And I wanted to continue to go that way. Yeah, they say something. I mean, again, we just talked to Derek Lewis as well, who has that same kind of power, who can just finish it with one punch, um, you know, which means that you're technically never out of a fight. But I think at times guys will just rely on that. And if you don't get it fast, it can be, it can be a problem. Yeah, that's for sure. That's why now I've been um, developing my game. I've been uh, also trying new sports. You know, I've been uh, going to a jiu-jitsu gym. Uh, Mutai gym. I've uh, been keep uh, keep putting an, an accent on my wrestling with my with my coach back home. So so definitely my my game is developing a lot, and um, uh, I'm 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 doing everything I can to to build up my weakness and strengthen also my strength. And you you're training with the great uh, Henry Hoof now, correct? Yes. And how's that? How's that now? I hear nothing but good things about Henry. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's really great. I think the gym is uh, is great too. Um, we have uh, Henry Uft as a head coach. We have Greg Jones um, as a as a wrestling coach. Cami Barzini also, and um, it's a it's a it's a it's a reservoir of, ta- of talent. You know, we have uh, I think maybe let's say uh, ten or twelve like light heavyweight or heavyweight. So we have a bunch of people, high level people, to to be training with every day and learn from them. And uh, I think it's just a, a, a good place for me to be over there. And uh, it's in uh, South Florida. I can go also sometime to um, Cyborg uh, at the Jiu-Jitsu gym. Ah. So it's, it's, it's a really nice place for me to go. Now, uh, now I've been um, doing a bunch of different stuff, as I, thought, as, as I said, and uh, it's definitely developing my game. Now, John Jones, Alexander Gustafson, who takes it? I fucked up his last uh, name. I got to go with John Jones. <laughs> I got to go with John Jones. Um, I think he's going to be hungrier than ever. And, you know, if, if he hasn't been training really well the first time they fought, as he said, then oh. uh, we, we, we can see this time, you know, he's going to be 
hungrier than ever and needs to to make everything right because of you know what happened with him right now. So he's gonna he's gonna make all the right uh, move, all the right uh, choice, and he's coming here coming there prepared. So I I don't see the the fight going differently than the first time. The light heavyweight division is really really looking great lately. Like uh, with Jones coming back, and of course yourself, uh, Dominic Reyes looks fairly unstoppable. Um, so what do you think it would take for you to get back to a title shot? Let's just say it's either going to be Jones or Gustafson, so it will not be a Cormier rematch. What do you think it takes for you to get back into contention? I have the number two spots right now, so a win against Anthony will you know, solidify his spot. Since uh, it's going to be a new champion, uh, it's also adding more value to me since I haven't fought them. Um, and definitely there's a lot of uh, tough guy coming up. I think uh, Jan is, uh, is on a blast also. And um, who else? Yeah, Ilir Latifi. Great his last fight. Ilir is also great, yes, definitely. I think he hasn't fought for, since a while right now, huh? or maybe, uh, I don't even know how long. I don't know. And either. I think uh, if you, if you want to be fighting for the for the belt, just, you need to be relevant, and uh, you know you you, you, ca- you cannot come for a long layoff, I guess, and, and and be fighting. So I think that's also why now I wanna I wanna be fighting again and do you know do do my fights and uh, and stay relevant because it's been a while I haven't I haven't been fighting now. So yeah, hopefully after that fight I will be the next in line again. And uh, this time I'm going to grab the belt. And, and you were scheduled to fight Shogun Hua in May, and you had some kind of visa issue for Chile. What happened? Yeah, I was still uh, I was still processing my um, my uh, the court case, you know, like the the oh. three that happened, and um, and it was supposed to be done already, and then uh, we had some complication. It got postponed one time, two times, and then they find some new stuff to do. Oh, so it was just a headache. Oh, okay. It was a big headache, and um, and then uh, I wasn't able to I wasn't able to 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 fulfill my you know my 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 stuff with the Chile, and uh, yeah, that's that's how uh, that's that's uh, that's how it got complicated. Well, this is an incredible uh, fight yourself against Anthony Smith. Uh, he is number ten, but he's been fighting better than being number ten. You know, he's he's he deserves. Uh, uh, a couple of uh, top five fights, and, I, and I'm happy you and him are matched up. Michael Johnson, Artem Lobov is the co-main event. This is UFC Fight Night, Vulcan vs. Smith, this Saturday, October 27th, from Monken, New Brunswick. Uh, I am really looking forward to this fight, to see you two guys going at it. Uh, I, I think really says a lot about who might be in line for uh, possibly fighting the winner of uh, Jones Gustafson or one fight behind that. Up on I don't know. I don't blame him. I, I didn't mean to talk so long. I no, apologize. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Logan's got no end. time for you. End, actually, yeah, you know, I thought that was the end. Oh, you, you know what? You, you spoke so well. That, you yeah. spoke so well. You know yeah. what? I, I did do a good job of uh, wrapping it up, but then I just sat yeah, there like an did. unprofessional uh, yeah. idiot. You did great. I was. I think me and Vulcan were both in uh, awe of you, Jimmy. I, I don't. I don't know what. Oh uh, yeah. I, I, I drank all your parole. Yeah, I drank all your your words. <laughs> no, yeah, it's um, it's definitely a great matchup. We both like going forward fighters. Uh, we don't we don't give up position. Um, we 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 go there and we have a huge knockout power. And um, definitely, this matchup is going to be uh, uh, really sweet for the fans. You know, it's uh, it's two brawlers, two striker with a, the huge knockout power. So it's never going to go to distance. I'm looking forward to this fight this Saturday night. Vulcan, thanks a lot, man. It's really good talking to you, and uh, we're happy that this fight is happening. And uh, Good luck, buddy. Thanks, Vulcan.
Thank you so much. I appreciate it, guys. Thank okay, you. Okay, take care. Take care, buddy. The great Vulcan Uzdemir. Well, just, I'll tell you, hey, jam back, jam packed show. It was, yeah. And the reason why I laughed with Rihanna, it's because she's like a, a six foot uh, something um, African American girl, and I thought it was funny that you. That's why you picked her because no, black no. piece is the big black. There's no oh, way no. she's a six foot something. How tall is she? She's five eight. Yeah, had nothing to do she's with this. Well, to me, she's very tall. It was <laughs> literally just a pop culture. Well, listen reference. to me. Hey. Well, it was a pop culture reference. Well, hey, I don't. Who see, do you pick for the hot chick? I don't see color. Who do you, who do you pick for the hot? chick? I clear you completely. I, I, no, I I'm just wondering because Scarlett listen. Johansson is kind of the go-to. I picked Rihanna. But she's ah. since, since she's been dating Colin, I just feel bad. Right? I mean, we're not best friends, but I know him for a long time, and I like Colin. Who is your best friend? And I feel like it's keep talking. It's his girlfriend. He's and I'm like, boring me. Uh, Who's your best friend? Yeah, you know, I, I like him very much. <laughs> Pete Davidson. I only hang Who's out with guys who date celebrity hot women. I ran around. Be or Bob Kelly? Who are you closer with? Be honest, though. Polly Bob Kelly. Bob you, Kelly. You know. Same <laughs> <laughs> <Staying> close. <laughs> he said it so. Oh, shit. I'm lightheaded. Oh, fuck. He said it like I'm a moron for asking such a moronic no, question. No, I was, I was just kidding, actually. Oh, um, look at my head right now. <laughs> Jimmy, you can't. I shouldn't set myself up for such a sick burn. I, actually, I was just joking. Jimmy, I'm sorry. I, I we worked. Listen. We've been working. I'm crying now, Jimmy. You made me cry. Yeah. Jimmy, we've been working together for over two years now. Yeah. I know, but I can't leave for 20 years. I'm not I'm not comparing our relationships. Sure. I'm just saying. No, you said, who am I close to? You or John Anik. All right. Well, wait, wait, who am I close to? Who who who's close to? Me and you or me and or you and um somebody else in the room? So, Chris? I think Christopher does. What define close? <laughs> It's just all right. Listen, this, this, this was a great yeah, episode. No, we're done. I text yeah, with Chris. Done. Moore. Uh, that's yeah. all right. We're work friends. We're work friends. Listen to me. <laughs> uh, well, do you guys uh, want to do do the picks for this? Oh uh, yeah. Today. Oh yeah. Today is uh, Thursday. It's Thursday. Thursday episode. I thought we, we were coming in on Thursday. Shit. Let's let's uh, let's do the picks real quick. Ready? Well, we oh, can't okay. put the pictures up. Yeah, we can't. I, yeah, I, something happened with this computer. But I but we have the you have the card in front. Alice of Alice Garcia, Court McGee. Yes, I'm going to take. What's Alex Garcia's last fight? His last fight was actually uh, in Atlantic City. It was a loss to Ryan LaFleur. Okay, and how about uh, Court McGee? Court, how, did he, how did he lose to Ryan? That was a unanimous decision. Okay. That was a really, to my memory, a really grueling sure. fight. Court is on a two-fight losing streak to Ben Saunders, friend of the show, and mm-hmm. Sean Strickland. Two decision losses, but he's well, come back, and he hasn't fought since November of 2017. Right. Oh, so everybody's counting him out? I'm, I'm you- counting him in. Court McGee. Decision. Court second round submission. Uh, court by second round submission. All right. All right. Come on, Chris, the producer. You want to play this game, you better get on the ball. No, Gian Vellante. I'm, I'm taking uh, court by third round knockout. No. All right. Court's uh, in session. Let's go to uh, Gian Vellante. Yep. Ver- or people call him John. I like Gian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Against Ed uh, Herman. Or Ed Herman. I'll take I'm Vellante. taking Vellante knockout second round. Vellante decision. What you guys are saying it too fast. What'd you say? Second round knockout, Matt? I that's what I said. Volante and then you're decision. going with Volante decision. I actually also have Volante by decision. This is a fun fight though, man. Yeah, and Herman's—he's coming off two losses as well, but he's always you know throwing heat. Always so, fun to watch. Yeah, that should be fun. Uh, 
Jim, your favorite fighter in the world, Andre Sukumtat. I do enjoy him against fighting the Jonathan Martinez. And Jonathan Martinez is 9-1. He's making his UFC debut. He's uh, on a two-fight win streak. What did Sukumtat do in his last fight? That's correct. You know what he did in his last one. You were pretty critical of him, actually. He made a may arguably the worst mistake you could make in Letting the fight that guy against, not get up. against Sean O'Malley. Yeah, That's right. He didn't know how bad Sean was hurt. Right. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, when he, when he had the fight won, but he wanted to grapple him? And yeah, I mean, he had just, that fight. Could have just let him stand up and Sean. I'm going with Martinez because of that dopey decision. That too. <laughs> That's why. That listen, I, I know that you could um, improve your fight IQ, but not by that much. I'm going with Jonathan Martinez, Andres. and I'm going by decision. Okay, Sukumtat. Yep. Second round knockout. That's. I also have that. Okay. Yeah, you guys. Um, know, you guys, a couple noodles. Then we got Misha Serkinov and Patrick. Yeah, Cummins. two uh, two out of the three. There's three light heavyweight fights. They're really pushing that light heavyweight division, which is nice. Because yep. for a while, the light heavyweight division wasn't exciting me a lot, and now yep. I'm really really psyched about it. Again. Can you well, tell for, me about Misha's for, last fight, though, I'm sorry. Absolutely, I was going to say for the longest time, it was either you know it's John Jones or DC are the best in that division. Those I mean, after Jones left, I was like, no, yeah. for sure, it was a little stale. But now you got a lot of big names sure. coming back into it. Um, Serkinov is coming off two straight losses. He got knocked out by Vulcan Uzdemir, yep. uh, and he got. TKO'd by Glover Teixeira in his last fight. That was in December. And of how last about Cummins? Year. And Patrick Cummins is coming off of a loss to Corey Anderson. That was also in Atlantic City, a unanimous decision loss. Cummins decision. Okay. Cummins decision. Um, I have Misha Serkinov by decision. Okay. So we'll see what happens there. Okay. That wasn't me. And then now we go to the co main event that oh. is uh, Artem Lobov. Fighting Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson stepping in for, on short uh, notice, yeah. obviously. How do you say his name? Uh, Zubera. Yeah, Zubera Tukagov, who was involved in the, the post fight stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now, was Michael Johnson training already? Or? I think I don't know for sure, but I think he did have a fight uh, lined up. I have, have to something? check, but he, he's yeah. So he he was kind of preparing already, so he's ready to go. Mike. Oh, and he didn't have to mention he had that tough fight with. Uh, What's our alpha male buddy? The kid. What's his name? Yeah, Andre now? Feely. Andre Feely. Which I thought Andre Feely won that fight. To be honest with you. Yeah, I don't. I don't but that doesn't mean I think Michael Johnson's gonna lose this one, right? I'm well, going Michael Johnson, Jimmy. Okay, I don't mean to yell, Jimmy. I, just, I, I enjoy the show. I enjoy myself. How do you I'm think say, Michael Johnson's gonna? Win? I'll tell you right now. Okay, I think he's gonna. Uh, I think he's gonna win a decision. I do too. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, I actually have Michael Johnson's second round knockout. I feel like he gets. We saw him against Khabib. He lands yeah. against him, and then he ends up losing that fight. He he goes on those streaks where he. Looks dangerous and then somehow loses the fight. I think he's going to do it the other way around. I think he's going to go second round knockout. And this the main event. Main event. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Very tough fight to call because I like Anthony Smith so much and yeah. he's looked so good lately. But Uzdemir is coming off uh, a, a really tough loss. Yes. And before that, he had two. So, you know, Uzdemir is going to be probably, I'm going to guess, extremely aggressive early. Yeah. He took out. Um, I know this is a really he took tough out one. Jimmy Manoa. Very, I know, I know, a very, very tough fight. He's to more call. suitable for this type of. This is more his type a of much fight better matchup for him than Cormier. Little stocky grappler, you yeah. know, those stocky grapplers. And that Manoa knockout, it didn't even seem like he caught him too hard, and he put him out. I mean, he he really has a ton of power. In no disrespect to Anthony Smith, I'm going yeah. to take Uzdemir. Okay. First round KO. Wow, I got a kind of a bond with Anthony Smith now. I think uh, the the vanilla gorilla. What are they call vanilla gorilla? I think so. No, that's Chase Sherman. He's oh, a Lionheart, fuck. Anthony Smith. Oh, Lionheart! I said fuck. I think so. 
Fuck the nicknames, man. He's not I a know. gorilla. No. He's fucking Lionheart Anthony yeah. Smith. Yeah. yeah. A name like that versus no time. This is a comic book. This is what I want. I think Frank Grillo thinks I'm a big baby because I like the Marvel movies. No, he's probably great. <laughs> I like Frank Grillo, though. I really do like he's him. He's a great guy, Frank. He's I love awesome. him. I'm not... A, what do you think I'm attacking him? Yeah, why no, are you attacking I'm just Frank? Calm down, Chris. Nice yeah, I like Chris. him. I just think that, you know, I'm a bit of a man child. Yeah. And before I, I do this pick, I'm going with Anthony. Jimmy's putting his jacket on. I have to pee. All right, listen to me. You just need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what I wanted to tell you, is that uh, I got thrown off now, Jimmy. You, you were making your pick uh, for Anthony. Uh, me putting my jacket on, threw off your threw pick. Threw it off everything, because uh, I was saying something right before that. Oh, uh, you'll, you'll find it. This is what I want you to see. I want you to just walk out while I'm talking. Fish gold on the card, goldfish at the table. Uh, this is what I want. <laughs> this is what I want. I want to tell you who's going to win. You got everything you need, Jimmy? This is Jimmy. Can I tell you what? I know you got to pee. Yeah. But now you now it's like... Desperately. I know. And I, now We you didn't make, get you, to go because of Uzdemir called in. I know. You're making so me, we didn't take you're making me not finish now. Go ahead, finish. This is what I think, Jimmy. This is what Hello. I think. <laughs> I think. This is what I think. I think that uh, Anthony Smith is going to come through. And it's going to, listen, I think no time's going to say, listen, I got no time. I'm coming after him. And then Anthony Smith is going to go, guess what? I'm meeting you in the middle. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a first-round KO for Anthony Smith. You might be right. I don't know. I don't know how. I've never seen, I can't remember the last time I saw his chin tested by someone who hits like Anthony Smith, because I don't think Manoir really caught him unless I'm remembering right. the fight. No, no. Correctly. I mean, he knocks everybody out so quickly. Very Vulcan, quickly, yeah. yeah. I'm only, and the reason I'm taking a first round because Anthony Smith is very tough and has looked very good, is simply because Uzdemir is coming off of that loss. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense, absolutely. All right, now uh, we're going to say goodbye because Jimmy... Oh, go, pick. Uh, I'm going to take... I just think Anthony Smith looks like a guy that's really working his way towards a title shot. I yeah. think he's going to use his range okay. and his speed. I think he's going to win my second round knockout. Let me tell you about my time on Collider Live. Jim, you want to you promote something? I'm going to be... Say <laughs> This Friday, Saturday in Seattle, Parlor Live Comedy Club, uh, four shows. Come see me, the UFC Unfiltered Army. <laughs> That's like our rally cry. <laughs> we have a rally cry. I'm gonna be in a uh, Milledgeville, like Georgia or somewhere. That's right. How did you know that? Did you said you said I did say it the other day. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be doing a seminar over at Mama Martial Arts. There's a couple of my black belts out there. They got a new school, so I figured I'd come down and say hello. First, I'm visiting my buddy Paul Creighton. He has Creighton MMA. But uh, I don't know if I'm visiting his school, but I'm going to get dinner with him, Jimmy. Jimmy, sit down. I'm going to have dinner with him. I'm going to have dinner with my buddy Paul Creighton, who's a Hensel Gracie black belt. And we're such good friends, Jimmy. There was a time. When, oh, you got to go. I'll tell you about this yeah, on the way I, out of here. I'll stand here all day. All right, I, everybody. I Bye. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, what?